0: Come to another edition, actually, a new edition of Full Time Out with K-Black and everybody's on call. Basically, a new season starting. We've been at a long hiatus. I gotta say, what up, punk? What up, what up, man? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Happy to be back, <laughs> you know? <laughs> back in business, man. Back in business. Back in business. You know, a new season, new look on the league, um, new Wilson basketballs. I mean, that's that's a brand new look. Obviously, Raptors are back in Toronto. That's fun. Crowds are back. Everything kind of feel like a normal season, right? Yeah, 100%. So first, 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 I want to talk about some of the news in the league. Obviously, the whole Ben Simmons situation, we talked about it (laughs) during the summer. Um, The whole Kyrie situation that I feel like is probably going to get resolved. Uh, based on the latest news. Uh, right. So, so, give me your quick thoughts on Ben Simmons. We're not going to spend too long about it. Just, just, you know, some of your quick, quick, quick thoughts. Um, You know, I, I, I'm a little, you
1: know what I'm saying, split about it where I, I feel what, how he feels as far as like, you know, he, mm-hmm. he felt like he was disrespected publicly. So, yep. you know, in return, he's acting up publicly. You know yeah. I mean, it's not professional, but, you know, the dude is a human being. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, you know, he has feelings, and he felt like his feelings were hurt. So now he's lashing out on the organization. I think the organization should just trade him because, you know, trusts were broken, and at this point right now, I don't think that thing can be repaired.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think there's probably no way it can be resolved. And right. we, we said it last year uh, during the playoffs where when they got eliminated, he kind of became the, you know, the, the guy is. that they put all their faults on when Ben was a key to their whole success and pretty much understand it because they don't want to trade him for nothing because they understand that if they trade Ben and they don't get anything of value, they're not a championship caliber team anymore. Absolutely. So it's sort of like a tug of war between, um, there are more, more obviously wanting to get some value out of Ben and Ben just being like, you know what? I'm not going to play for you guys anymore. I'm not going right? to sit here getting slandered in front of everybody and just saying, you know what, this is it. This is fine. No, there's no way he's going to do that. So there's no way exactly. he's going to that.
1: No, I feel him on there for sure.
0: But, yeah, there could have been better ways in terms of his approach to do it. But at the same time, uh, Joel didn't hold back in his press conferences. Uh, Doc Rivers you know, not defending him publicly and saying I'm not sure he's a championship caliber point guard or whatever. Right? I mean, those were, you know, I would be personally offended if I heard that, you know, especially from a team that That's you really? fought all year with. And adding to the like adding insult to that, they tried to trade him at the at the start of that year. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It's like you try to trade me at the start of the year. I go through the season, don't complain at all. I played play it I played out and then when we lose it's all because you know i couldn't score the basketball you guys knew i had deficiencies offensively right you know what and that roster was constructed in a way where they needed him to score obviously and he didn't do it but it's not entirely on him to be that guy you know he was right. part of right. the problem but he's not the only problem with that team exactly you know so I don't know. I feel like um, too much blame was put on him and, yeah, I, I understand where he's coming from. So, yeah, him not playing. 100%. The fact that he's not playing, though, at, at the same time, I feel like it's, it's a dangerous game to play, right? Where you can't just go out and waste a year off your prime. Right. And that's one thing that I kind of hate about, you know, last year is when AD, we saw it, is last year in New Orleans, probably the best year that he had in his career uh, is last right. year in, in NOLA, where he played half the season or whatever, and then asked for a trade in licky He was on his way to an amazing year. Right. And he just waited the whole second half of that season because he wanted to go elsewhere. It's like, you can't just waste those years. Like, they kind of matter. You're going
1: to so, get them there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now he's been off and injured and whatever. Obviously, you won a championship with the Lakers, but you know, you're know you not going to get back what you could have accomplished that season specifically in terms sure. of you being a better player, etc. And it's the same thing for Ben. Whatever workout he's doing, maybe that's great, but you don't get back you being a 25-year-old star in this league and being at the peak of your powers. Not if he comes back with a jump shot. Oh, I hope he comes back with a jump shot. But the thing is, he had since last April to work on that jump shot or whatever it was, you know, since last last May when they got illuminated. Right. You know, it's been seven months. <laughs> I understand it was a broken jump shot, but you know, <laughs> I've seen guys come back from major stuff in seven months. <laughs> right. So he can't just go out and and waste that 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 year like that. I no. feel like that that would be you know disappointing if he just goes out and doesn't play in twenty
1: twenty one twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, that was man. Listen, like I said, if if that's what's about to happen, he better come back with a mean jump shot. Yeah, in the league,
0: <laughs> I better see him be Steph Curry out there. Not Steph, but yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, at least be playoff Rondo. I'll take that.
0: Yeah, at least, at least, you know, get get yourself some catch and shoot. You know, make one or two a game. Keep the defense honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know if he's gonna like. I don't know if he's gonna be a different kind of player when he comes back.
1: Yeah, man, me too, man. Uh, uh, right now, I'm not seeing it.
0: Exactly. I I think like we always said about Ben, you just gotta find him a situation where he can be the focal point as you know, sort of a slasher, distributor, like like a version of Giannis and play some small ball five and bring the ball up in transition and find guys.
1: I really feel like he just needs to be in the right system, man. Because right now, listen, like you said, if he's being used like Giannis, like he's solid. He's super solid. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think think that's the key. Giannis is honestly the template for Ben. Yep. That's really what it is. It's the template. It's like, okay, you see how that guy's being successful? You could probably do the same thing or about yep. the same thing. Yeah. Shit, sometimes I feel like he can do more. That's a conversation for another day. Let's move on to Kai. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I will not get into that after what Giannis did in the playoffs. Come no, on, I'm man. just
1: talking about, like, certain instances. Like, I feel like he, he's a way better ball handler and better passer.
0: Yes, he's a, he's a much better passer, but I don't right. know if he's a way better ball handler. What? I feel like Giannis is solid ball control.
1: He is solid ball control, but not ball handler. Two different things.
0: But what does, what does Ben do with his handles that Giannis doesn't do necessarily? Ben doesn't beat you with his de- deceptiveness with his dribble. He beats you because he's extremely fast, just as Giannis, and strong.
1: I think in a short distance, Ben is faster than, oh, should I say quicker than Yannis. Uh,
0: like changing direction and stuff like that? Yeah, that? yeah.
1: He's a lot shiftier. You know what he I'm saying? Not, like, that I can still cheat. feel that like Yanis, still kind of move like a big man.
0: Yeah. No, Yannis is definitely a five. I mean, <laughs> at some point, we thought Ben was like the second coming of magic. So
1: um. There you go. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know why when I say, you know, say a certain situation. Yeah, I mean, you were looking at me like I'm crazy. Or at least, <laughs> you know, the tone
0: of your voice, man. <laughs> Take the surprise out of your voice. Man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, just because just you said, I feel like you can do more than Yannis. I was like, No, oh, in certain
1: ex- instances, like specific instances. I'm not, not, not as a whole. I, I wouldn't disrespect Yannis like that.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that I can agree to that. I can agree to that. Yeah, I think, yeah, bad. It's really a matter of situation. Um, the other guy has, you know, been absent, obviously, MIA, he can play. He's healthy from what we were told from what we know from the information we have, he's healthy, um, (laughs) just a little stubborn. (laughs) So (laughs) what do you make of that? What do you make of this whole deal with Kai?
1: Pro-choice, man. Pro-choice. <coughs> hey, man. It, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's wild, man. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. Listen, man. The man doesn't want to take you. He doesn't want to take it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, when it comes to Kyrie, man, it's, it's super tough because there's always something, right? Since yeah. last year, there was always something. So it's like, even when he's right, it's like, it makes it hard to take his side, you know what I'm saying. I feel like, as far as like the majority of people to take his side because they're like, man, there's always something with you, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying. If it's not one thing, it's another. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So that's why, like, it's it's tough, man. It's tough for that man because you know I mean, he's you know he's one of Kobe's disciples. You know what I mean. I got I got a, lo- a lot of love. You know what I'm saying for Kyrie. You know what I mean for sure. But it's just you know right now with this whole thing, man. It's just it, it's really complicated and. I understand the people that are saying, oh, he's selfish. He ain't doing it for his team or whatever the case may be. I also understand he's a man of principle and I respect, you know what I'm saying? A person, you know, who has strong values and principle, they're willing to, you know, sacrifice, you know, the significant amount of money for it. You know what I'm saying? He's putting his mouth where his money is. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's a
0: rough situation, man. Yeah, I mean... Look, if he's willing to go out and deal with the consequences of his action, I'm with it. You know, in, in the case that I don't personally, I'm not going to be out there and, and be the judge of what he does. It's not a decision that I agree with, in a sense, right. but that's the decision. And I'm not right. going to say, oh, that's bad or good. That's his decision. If he's willing to live with the consequences of it and not act like a victim, which he hasn't done, then... Right. You know what? It is what it is. And he can go on with his life, and that's what it is. And I don't think that he doesn't want to play basketball. It's just that his, he values his principles above anything else in life. So I guess that's what it comes down to. And right, if that's how he's willing to go down this season, and he's probably going to play because they're probably going to end that mandate eventually, you know, at some point, hopefully. I knew something
1: like that was going
0: to happen. I knew it was not going to be, you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, I knew eventually New York was going to change that and it was going to, he's going to be fine.
0: Yeah, but that that was a wild gamble to take. You know what I mean? For sure. I don't think San Francisco is not necessarily going to change that. So, if like, you know, and New York, it's even a situation where it it is possible. You know, and it's not even certain, and it's not going to happen, and we're not going to know until at least January. Ooh. You know what I mean? So, it's like, even if he plays, it's going to be probably around February, like the All-Star break or something. Man, he so gonna he's going to have half on the He's
1: going to be fresh as hell, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to be fresh as hell, but
1: He's going to be out there
0: cooking everybody like, man,
1: what y'all been doing, man?
0: <laughs> but – Look, Kyrie is an amazing talent. I don't doubt that Kyrie could probably go out and not play for three years of basketball and come back and just cook everybody. Just cause Definitely. the skill set is incomparable. So and that's that's what's frustrating because year two of that team, it could have been really, really a nice thing to to watch them go at it, especially how they went down and how they sort of peaked towards the playoffs. especially right. uh, especially Kai and KD. They are really right. on the roll, and they looked amazing when they were rolling together. So not seeing them when the season started, it's kind of disappointing, but I, I feel like if we get to see them by the time the playoff comes, then, you know, that's what it's worth for.
1: Yeah, um, no, it definitely makes up for it, for sure. Speaking of Kaido,
0: they, they put out the uh, 75 greatest players of all time. Did you have any objection with that list?
1: Um... I didn't see the whole list, but um, yeah. I'm seeing some stuff about, you know what I'm saying, guys like T-Mac, yeah. uh, you know, the pennies. And, and Who else am I missing? I think the Vince Carter's. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, How they should have probably made it. Dwight. Uh, um, Dwight, Dwight should have definitely made it.
0: Dwight should have definitely made it.
1: Dwight should have definitely, because he dominated, man. That man was scary. Took that team to the finals.
0: He beat you know LeBron. I mean?
1: He beat LeBron. He beat LeBron. <laughs> he, beat LeBron. he did. <laughs> he did. I think I think Dwight is disrespected, man. He he should definitely been on, that, on yeah. that list for sure. You know what I mean? I think he did something that the other guys didn't necessarily do as far as like carry that team to you know what I mean and some of the you know defensive player of the year, some of the blocks, you know what I'm saying? The rebounding. Yeah. Like he was there was a time man, Dwight was that dude, man.
0: Definitely. And 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 I think it's it's just part of, you know, how he's quote-unquote legacies played out in a sense that right. the media don't really see him anymore as this great player that he really was and it's unfortunate because this guy right. was,
1: you know, I almost feel like he would have probably been a lot more appreciated if he was retired
0: yes for sure because for Dwight to not make it and no disrespect to Dennis Rodman he's an amazing player and Dennis to make it I feel like that's kind of an insult in terms of what Dwight's accomplished because right. Dwight was a true franchise guy. He was a hundred percent. Dennis is a secondary guy, a secondary, a role player, a good rebounder, but he was really a role player. Right. No team that was out there scouting for Dennis to not get the a, ball in certain spots. That's a super what. fair. You know that's what I mean? Fair. Yeah. And if you do that for a team that's winning fifty nine, sixty games consistently, I feel like you're definitely part of the history of the league, and you should definitely be considered one of the seventy five greatest players. You're obviously one of the greatest players of your generation.
1: The 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 thing with those lists is a lot of stuff they do it out of respect for certain guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it, it's so hard because of different eras. It's like how do you gauge a Pistol Pete situation? You know, what I'm saying. A uh, piece of P is a little different, where you know what I'm saying? He was putting up some crazy numbers as far as I think mm-hmm. that was maybe that was in college and crazy numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like without a three point line, where it's like, all right, you know, what I'm saying like, something like that. You tell yourself, you know what, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But there's other guys I'm like, man, they couldn't even carry some of these guys' shoes in this era, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but anyway, the thing,
0: like, what, what my, my sole thing about this. We can't compare errors. So we have to look at how did that guy dominate his hair? Because right. at that point, that was the highest level of basketball. Right. That's so a for a, whatever, Paul Harrison or George Miken to make it, I don't mind it because Maiken won five championships and was right. the, absolutely the best player in the world at that time. So he has to be on that list as one of the 75 greatest players because in his era, he was undisputed the best player in the league. Right. Uh, a Pete Maravich that won scoring titles and was averaging 30, even if his team wasn't that good, well, you right. know what? At some point, he was considered one of the three or four best talents in the league, so fact. he could definitely be in that, in that category as well. You know? Right. And it's questionable for him because of the fact that he didn't have that much playoff success, but at the same time, you have to consider also that, you know, in his prime, he was unstoppable force offensively. Right. And so that's why when you get guys that are essentially role players that make it above guys like Dwight, above T-Mac, then that's where I kind of have a beef. It's like, what do you value? Do you value right. absolutely winning and the legacy of those teams specifically or do you really say okay those are the guys that really put an imprint on their on their generation and their era right you know so that that's some of some of the issue, issues that i had with uh with the list
1: but i feel like that has always been my issue like let's say as far as like basketball debates is the goalposts have always moving. Mm-hmm. You Yeah, know I'm saying, depend on who is behind creating this list or whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, for one player, they might value one thing, for the next player they're not valuing the same thing. Which exactly. Is crazy to me. Exactly. You know, what I'm saying. So it's it's really weird when it comes to that stuff.
0: Yeah, because and it's a, it's a certain thing because like, and we we talked about it off air because guys like Ray and Reggie that made it that were once or twice all NBA guys. Obviously, they have they both held the record for most threes at some point in their career. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty important. The fact that they quote unquote revolutionized the game. Right. Because they made the three popular and they were known for that. And they made big shots. They had big playoff moments. But none of those two guys were ever considered top-notch talent. Right. they They were never compared to the Kobe's and you know they were never really out there in the mvp conversations like that right so those guys being out there before a mac or a vc or whatever say like, right. what are we gauging in on you know what's right what's being really judged in terms of putting a top 50 out there you know right that that's that's really what I try to grasp because some of these decisions, and I'm fine with the list in general because, you know, obviously most of the guys that, that are there, you can't tell the history of the league without them. Right. But I feel like there are certain names that could have been replaced by guys that I think had more impact. And, that, right. you know, when we watched them play when we were young, we we're like, yeah, that guy's definitely top two or top three. And leave right. Out. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I also feel like there are certain guys
1: right now that are not accomplished enough for us to put them in there.
0: Like AD and Dame?
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um, I would have well, probably even put in... In the case of AD, I feel Harden like... Harden with everything going on right
0: now. <laughs> no, Harden, Harden is accomplished enough. Come on, man.
1: Look at this. How is he accomplished enough?
0: How many All NBA first teams Harden made? That's you know that's that's really not, Harden has you a know, strong resume as far as regular season goes. But but once again, like those
1: regular season stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of it comes from these votes where it's like, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, but like he's a three-time scoring champ. One right? time he won and right now we've seen that the rules change, and that man seems like he can't play ball right now. He's out of shape. Give him a chance. All right, we're going to give him a chance. We're going to have this conversation in a few months, but that's what I'm saying. So it's like, even when times that they're like, yo, like he's one of the, you know what I'm saying, the best talent, like he's, you know what I'm saying, they almost make it seem like he was better than the the Kobe's and the Jordan, like those scorers. And I'm like, hold up. How is he not able to play right now? KD doesn't seem like this whole rule thing has affected him.
0: No, obviously KD's on face, but KD's. Different. Katie can play ball, but, on but that's what
1: I'm saying. So when these rules are kind of, you know, what I'm saying favoring a guy like that, it's hard for me to, you know, what I'm saying whenever I judge him, I, I always feel like I gotta, you know, what I'm saying, I don't know, man. Like, but, I but have at a the same time, time, giving him I, the full credit.
0: I understand that, but you can't deny the resume that he has. As far as he's what seven-time All-NBA first team. Yeah. You know, six-time All-NBA first team, one-time All-NBA third team. Um, he's been in the MVP conversation. He's finished second twice, three times. He's won the MVP. He's finished third. I mean, he's always up there in that conversation.
1: Right. So well, what's the notable – one of the big wins that he had? What do you mean? Like, you know, in in his career, like the big wins that he contributed. Oh, he's made playoffs. the
0: conference finals twice.
1: He was running the show or somebody else was driving? No, he
0: was. Okay. In Houston. He made the in conference Houston? finals twice. Yeah. He was driving it? Come on, he was driving it. He was the MVP of the league when he made the conference finals. And he was driving it in the uh, playoffs. Come on. You're going to see CP was driving it? Yo, if CP did not get hurt, they beat <laughs> Golden Skates. We know that. We've discussed that. But at the same time, who was the best player on that team? Who was driving is my question. Uh, No, Because, because the thing is, if James is not there, they don't make it past the second round.
1: That's possible. But same way that we can just say, well, CP not being there, if CP not there, they don't make it past the second round. Either. Yes,
0: they had made pat they they had made it past the second round before.
1: Without so CP? No?
0: Times- huh?
1: Without CP, you're saying? Yes. Alright. I just I just have a little, you know what I mean, a little beef with
0: him in the playoffs, man.
1: I oh, just, you know I get I
0: mean? it. I, I totally get it. And I have a beef with him too in the playoffs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I I really, I really do have a beef. That performance against the Spurs in seventeen, in in game (laughs) five. I mean, that's unacceptable. That was (laughs) biblically bad. You know, people can talk about it and put it like, "Yo, I can't believe the MVP runner-up looked that bad in you know closeout game."
1: Um, That's your man, top (laughs) seventy.
0: But. As far as just accomplishments and him being one of the best in this generation, you got to put him on there.
1: No, I, I feel like he's one of the best in this generation. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, especially when the guys are still active, I need more. What,
0: what do you need more of him?
1: I need he, wins. I need MVPs. I'm talking about. He won you know an MVP. Saying? Man, yes. In a, in a system that allowed him to throw up 35 threes. Come on, bro. You know what I'm Man, saying, like that?
0: Still, okay, but that team still wants 65 games. Yeah, that team is built to win regular
1: season games. We know that. We know that, Antonio Exactly. So, know so you how win that 65
0: works. games. You're the best performer that season. For a year, you're considered the most important player in the league. You deserve to be in the top 75 list. Yeah. Especially if you've done that over and over and over and over again. Because Harden arguably could have gotten three MVPs. Yeah. And probably should have gotten three MVPs. You know how the MVPs be, man. Exactly. So Harden, it's, all, it's all on votes, man. It's all on votes. So, Harden, he, he was voted players MVP the year Steph won MVP. Um, the year Russ won MVP, he probably should have been MVP that season. And then he won the year after. So, he was arguably the most important player in the league three years for teams that won close to 65 or over – close to 60 games or over 60 games. And you're saying he doesn't deserve because he doesn't have enough faculty. I can understand if you made that argument for Dame or maybe –
1: Dame got – Dame got way bigger wins
0: than that, man. Bigger wins? He has bigger shots, bigger moments. But those game shots are in the first round. Dame got he didn't, swept three years in a row.
1: Dame was moving solo, man.
0: <laughs> Who was hard and moving
1: with? <laughs> man, my Harden was moving, throwing up them 35 threes. That's how he was moving.
0: Exactly. And that's not what Dame is doing.
1: <laughs> nah, Dame was not throwing up 35 threes, man. Dame is my guy, man.
0: Come on, man. You can't, you can't say that his resume is not strong enough.
1: No, nah, no. Nah, I'm, 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 uh, clearly, I'm being biased. I just, like I said, my beef is it's the fact that right now he's unable to perform because they're not calling him. You know what I'm saying? Like them them weird style of playing. That's really what my beef is. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. like I said, I was talking smack off the record saying Dame, you know, should have been on it because I feel like y'all always attacking Dame. But honestly, I don't think Dame should be on them. You know no. what I'm saying? And... AD shouldn't be on that list in my eyes either. You know what I mean? Like, they still got a lot of things to do. And like I said, even James Harden, I'm pushing for him now. Because as I need to see, like, especially right now, the way he's performing, that's what I'm like, whoa. So that means everything I thought about, the way you were playing about throwing up 35 threes, um, you know, getting them going to the free throw line 15 times a game because the ref, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, it's questionable now.
0: But the thing is, he manipulated the game, and he couldn't do that in the playoffs, and that's how his performance got. But that's why went down in the that's playoffs. My beef. But at the same time, it happened where he was that dominant. So even if you have beef with the fact that he was dominant because of some things, how he played the game, he, st- he still was that dominant. But it was it
1: was super flawed though.
0: Yes, but then it happened. Did he average thirty-seven points a game? He
1: did, but that's what I'm saying. Like the thing is this is how I feel about these votes is yeah. we're humans, right? Yeah. Like it ain't black or white. So if I'm doing the thing, and to me, I'm like, yeah, he's good, but it's flawed. So that means it's something I can't even bank on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I'm disappointed about is. Especially the way that people talk about, man, he's one of the best talent I've ever seen, da-da-da-da, offensively. You know what I mean? I'm like, all they did was change the rules that they didn't want to call those calls no more. And this man looked like he can't hoop no more.
0: Hey, the season and, he, started, and he's
1: supposed to be one of the top 75 of all time?
0: Okay, so if, if 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 he doesn't adjust and looks pedestrian for the rest of the season, I'll give you that. The season right. started two weeks ago. All right. I'm just saying that right now. That's how I feel. But if you look we at, can at this conversation
1: in mid-season and see,
0: okay, look at look at his resume compared to Carmelo Anthony. Who do you like more, as far as just the resume?
1: Just a resume?
0: Yeah,
1: I like Melos.
0: James Harden doesn't have a better resume than Melo.
1: You said, who do I like better? I like Melo. No, I said, just me, look
0: at the resume. I didn't say look at the player. I said, look at the resume. Whose resume but, is better? But valuable. that's what I'm saying.
1: Can you say that Melo's numbers are flawed?
0: No, you can't say. It's
1: exactly. tricky jumpers. But you can say that about James Harden, though. They they might be
0: flawed, but it, they, they happened. But they did. But Melo never manipulated a game. Okay, but it, <laughs> James still averaged 35. I don't understand how you can say, you know, it's flawed in sense, like, yeah, maybe. Because
1: because if that's how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Then you gotta respect, let's say, any other guy that puts big numbers out here right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, <laughs> last year when, when Bradley Beal was at averaging like it's 30 something, same. you gotta respect that.
0: It's not the same because we talked about that. And you know what you're doing. We talked what about it. <laughs> what <did> I do? <laughs> when, when did Bradley win sixty five games in his season? When, when I, was Bradley first seed in the West? He's you're you're consistently right. Consistently in the top three in, in the regular season in that conference. You're right, but but the
1: thing is, and and this is where I go back to. to I can't believe my we're old...
0: arguing about James Harden.
1: <laughs> Harden, hey, Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that same hard and they struggling the hoop
0: right now. That same on, guy. Dude. A year, like every single year, every single year is in the conversation for MVP. Right. And we're arguing about his spot in the top 75 list. Come on, yeah, man.
1: But listen, man, to me, it's it, like I said, this year is going to show. If he doesn't come out of this slump, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm questioning in that whole thing. And y'all should question it
0: too. I, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to question because in a sense, I already have my interest from watching him in the playoffs where I know he's a flawed player. <laughs> no. I Do I think he's a flawed player? Yes. Do I think he's still a dominant player? Yes. Those – Those two are not mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? I think he's still one of the best players in his generation. But, yes, he's a flawed player that sometimes gets exposed in the playoffs.
1: I think you're right. I think he can be one of the best of this generation. I think he plays a game. uh, He knows how to play the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has a skill set yeah, but I feel like he's often super sloppy, you know what I'm saying in his style of play. And, and, and once again, that's my problem is like he has unlimited threes that he takes and he has unlimited turnovers that he, he has out there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's, so if I we go banking on that, man.
0: If we go by that logic, Russell Westbrook shouldn't have been on that list either. Oh, please believe me. I'm with that too.
1: <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know who I will replace for. You got to let me sit down and, and watch and think about that. I just, I don't know, man. Like I said, man, it ain't black or white, but if I'm judging, that's how I'm viewing it, man. Like, I'm just not going because I'm just not going for just numbers like that, because I feel like at in that league, given
0: the opportunity anybody can put up numbers that's not true that's not true A- anybody can, no maybe that's true in the sense anybody can put up numbers not in, everybody can put up numbers that are meaningful enough to lead to wins and that's why those, those guys are considered great so russell westbrook's numbers were meaningful to win in the regular season hell yeah come on bro Don't russ do doesn't win
1: Russ, Man, Russ. I, see, I see Chris Paul going on in some of that same team, and he makes that team into, like, first and second round playoff teams, and you're going to tell me those numbers were making a team win? No, I refuse Look, to believe that's, that. Sometimes uh, I
0: feel like if he toned it down a little bit, they could probably win a lot more games. Time out. I'm not saying that it's the ideal way to do it, but the energy with which he plays and the intensity with which he plays, yes, he, he leads to wins. He's gonna marginalize everybody because he wants to play his own way. And it ne- doesn't necessarily make other guys better, especially if they're young players trying to develop. But he's gonna get you 45 wins. He's gonna get you in the playoffs. It's not everybody in the league that can say that, that can go out there, put their no, game and no, get you. No, No,
1: not everybody. And then again, like we're talking about getting in the playoffs. This is this is another thing for me, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball is a five-on-five game. Yes, it is. Right? We and know that. Off, right. And this is my thing, is sometimes I'm like, what is the guy supposed to do extra that's supposed to help the team? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you build a team, and let's say you got, you know, defenders, screeners, kind of like, you know what I'm saying, let's go back to college with uh, Steph Curry with Davis. Yeah. Steph's job was to get buckets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had his African homies setting hard screen, rebounding for him. Yeah. He had his point guard ready to pass him the ball. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Steph's job was to do that. And everybody else was handling their business on the other side. Now, if you have a team, and let's say a guy can really get buckets, and he doesn't have that type of, you know what I'm saying, like, supporting cast around him, like, I I never liked the fact that we're like, oh, you know what I'm saying, like, he's not winning or or whatever. I'm like, hold on, now, Like, we are watching the game here. Like, what else
0: do we want that guy to do? No, I I understand that. But we all know that a really great player at a minimum can bring a team to a certain level, right? If you're that much better than your competition, especially in basketball, it's a five-on-five game, but one player has a lot of influence on the outcome of a game. So if your best player and your number one scorer is extremely efficient, Mm-hmm. that it makes your offense that much better because he's going to get more shots. And then if he's – Is, is Russ so efficient? Russ is not efficient, but Russ gets you possession <laughs> that you normally don't get because of the fact that he rebounds so hard, pushes he the ball rebound, he so hard.
1: defensive rebounding. And even that, when you look at the clips, everybody box out and they're like, Russ, go get it.
0: No, but yo, it's not only defensive rebounds. He also gets offensive rebounds and he pushes nah. the ball every nah, single How I many offensive pos- rebounds is
1: Russell average in a game for you to tell me that, has, that impacts the game like that?
0: He gets you extra possessions. That's what <laughs> <all> I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He gets you extra possessions. He really plays harder than most people play in regular season basketball. He really does. He yes. really does. And That helps you. That helps you win games that you may not be able to win in another situation. Come playoff time, it's completely different, and we know that. But regular season, Russ, look, I've been a fan – you know, I, yeah, I'm fan a fan. I watch a Russ
1: very closely during the regular season for really? a lot of years. You, you, you've been a fan of Russ too. The, the, the...
0: No, don't yeah, put I mean... me in that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you used to defend him, man. Look, I was trying my best, man. I was trying my best <laughs> to live, you know, to live with him, cohabitate. <laughs> but, but the thing is, this guy wins. He wins regular season games. He can help you do that. Playoffs yeah. is another thing. But regular season is going to help you win ballgames. No, without a question.
1: And the thing is, a lot of times it's just some playoff that I feel like these guys' true colors comes out.
0: Yeah, but as far as, you know, dominance and resume, which are mostly based on regular season accomplishments, you can't deny that those guys have done what it takes to be on that list.
1: They they have done they have done some stuff. I just like I said to me, it's an eye test as well. It's more than just you know what I'm saying like I gotta look at your numbers and see like what are these numbers really doing? Like they're mm-hmm. super inflated, but like what are they really doing? And when you know what I'm saying you do get them and and playoff comes like do those numbers match what we think you are? Yeah. And that's like I said where I'm having a problem with James Harden right now is we thought you were good. Really good. We think your top seventy-five good, and there's a simple rule change, and you can't seem to hoop. And I'm puzzled. We're gonna wait and give them time. You know what I'm saying We're with that? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I. And that is my thing. with a lot of it, you know what I'm saying, with the rules now too. You know what I'm saying? I feel like certain things changes. Like some guys look way better than you know what I'm saying that than they look. You know what I mean? Or than they are. And that mm-hmm. is, you know. So to me, like, when you do this list, it's more than just I'm looking at the numbers. I'm also looking at the actors, like, are those numbers inflated or, you know, they really represent who you are?
0: Yeah. No. (sighs) It's tricky in a sense because, yes, yes and no, they may be inflated because of the style of play that he played. But at the same time, I feel like, they're still out there. He still put up those numbers. We still saw those games where he put up 57, 15, and 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, maybe he played a style that is not sustainable for anybody to play. And it's not ideal to play. And it's not something that's really repl- replicable in a sense. But he still did it. And he still won ball games doing that. So. Right. I feel like, you know, he deserves, he deserves the accolades. He deserves everything he's got. We're, we'll see about what, what happens this year. <laughs> yeah. We're about, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. Um, so moving on about this year, uh, obviously season started about two weeks ago. Uh, it's well on this way, super competitive. It's been fun to watch. You know, games have been very, very interesting. So we'll go what are some of your early season surprises for you?
1: Early season surprising. Um I feel like um Washington was looking good early. Yeah, early. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> early on. Um obviously I'm liking and this is what I was expecting a little bit, I'm liking how Chicago looks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? think you know they're playing some some really good basketball. Uh, they're playing a super exciting and up-tempo game. Yeah, you know I mean it's been really really dope to watch actually. Yeah. Um, man, um, Golden State is looking good early.
0: Looking you know I mean? great.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's without Clay back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean, and even you know. James and uh, Wiseman and you know, them boys haven't even played yet, so this could look low key scary, you know what yep. I'm saying, when the whole thing gets put together.
0: Yep, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, I think G State, I had sort of not high expectations, but I had expectations for that team just because I felt like their young guys improved so much. With the experience right. that they got last year, especially uh Jordan Poole. I think I right. saw something uh during those two uh playing games where it's right. like if Steph doesn't have it, I really want Poole to be yeah. the guy that shoots the ball because he right. was that much of a threat. So I think they really found something there, and them now having two really good scoring options and then adding back Iguodala just knows how to play. With Draymond, with Wiggins, right. uh, it's just a matter of continuity. You know, just having mm-hmm. guys that understand what they're supposed to be, what they need to do. I think right. it helps the team so much, and everybody sort of understands their pedestal. And last year, when Steph was healthy, they were really like on pace to win like fifty games with, yeah. with Steph. So now having Steph back fully healthy for the whole season, hopefully. And guys getting better, and the continuity, I feel like, yeah, it's pretty logical that they're that good, as good as they yeah. are. I think yeah. I, they've, they've been the most impressive, in the, impressive team in the league, honestly, too. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Other uh, surprise, I, it's not a good surprise. It's pretty, it, in the other sense, I've been surprised at, at how bad Boston has looked. Yeah. You know, yeah. I thought, you know, I've always been a defendant of the fact that, you know, I feel like Jalen and Jason can, you know, coexist. And,
1: coexist?
0: Yeah, I just feel like the roster around them is not ideal. But Honestly, now I think at, they should
1: get rid of uh, Jalen.
0: You think so? Yeah, man. Bring a but of- where's the scoring right. coming from? Like, if you get rid of Jalen... Mm-hmm. What's your ter- alternative? What are you looking for if you're getting rid of Jalen?
1: I think you, you need, a like, some tough inside, and then there's not even a lot of that in the league, but some tough inside presence, you know what I'm saying, to coexist with uh, Tatum. Tatum is a, is a lot of jump shot oriented. You know what I'm saying? He needs a shack, man. <laughs> he needs a shack. You know what I mean? Because right now, the – and also, I feel like they, he also needs, like, some tough guys around him. You know what I mean? He plays that pretty boy basketball, and, you know, he needs, you know, guys that are going to go to, you know, to the bar fight with him. You know what I'm saying? That are going to protect him and allow him to be himself.
0: Yeah. But I, I feel like – you know what? I feel like they need – they they what? just need uh probably a hybrid four that can get yeah. Bucket inside, like a Siakam yeah. type. Yeah. I feel like that's what the roster is really, because for the past few years, especially ever since Jason got, got there and sort of became the face of the team, like you said, they've really been a jump shot team. You know, when Kyrie was there, that was the issue where if they shot the ball really well, well, they looked good offensively, Mm -hmm. but once, you know, they couldn't make shots anymore and you sort of figured out that they were really just an outside shooting team then they're very you know predictable and you could really stop them. So I feel like that's been the issue the past few years and now they have even less talent than they had when they had Kyrie Gordon and all those guys. Right. So yeah, I feel like they should need an athletic wing with a bigger size, like a 6-9 guy that can just get you right. a couple of easy buckets here and there. Right. You know? Yeah. And they need better guards. What, Dan Julius Randle type, uh. Yeah. Julius, Pascal, guys like that. I feel like that's what their roster is missing. I think think Toronto will
1: trade Pascal for Jalen now.
0: I still think they need – because if you get rid of Jalen, you're going to need a much better point guard, like a much better guy that can score at the guard spot. Yeah. Because having Marcus and then Pascal would like that's way too many guys that can't really shoot the ball. Yeah. So I think if you keep Jalen, you have to trade Marcus Smart for a bigger a bigger forward. Yeah. And, you know, hope that Schroeder can be that point guard. Or if you trade Jalen then trade that for for a really good guard and Try to get a package for for something, uh, with a big, not a big, but yeah. a forward, a forward that can get buckets. Yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, I think they just made some poor roster decisions as far as the, the draft that they've had. Yeah. I think they've drafted really well. Um, you know, we like Peyton Pritchard, obviously, that that's been a good pick. Um, side of that i don't see anybody else that i really like on that roster yeah no
1: it's rough man it's
0: It's really rough so it's like yes they've been disappointed but if you really look dig deep on that roster it's like what did they really have that's that interesting right you know what is that's why if they're gonna
1: trade Jalen, they gotta maximize the hell out of it
0: exactly exactly um, and I think that's been really fun, actually. <laughs> and shout out what to... What has been fun? Cleveland. Yeah? Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: I didn't I, like I didn't it. know how that was going to work out with all them bigs.
0: And you know what? You know how they've made it work because Evan Mobley is a freaking genius on the basketball court. Yeah. That kid is a seasoned vet. Yeah, He has so go. much court savvy. Just he just knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I think we shouldn't have budged. Like, we love Cade. And I understand we've been on Cade being the number one prospect. And he's a 6'8", six, 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 PG. With with a nice stroke, everything. But over the past few years, we've all, and especially me, I've always been uh defendant of get a big guy that can really play. If you get a 7 footer yeah. that can really play, that changes everything for you. Absolutely. And I think that should have been the choice this year also. Oh, my God.
1: I, I mean, it's early, but but I am with you on that, though, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a big that can do multiple things, it's such a high ceiling that, you know what I'm saying, you can't. You can't even you know what I'm saying, like you, you can't go against that, yeah you know what I'm saying like I, so I'm with you that, you know what I mean, like no, nah, I didn't look at his workouts, but if I was to look at the workouts and I see all of that stuff that he's showing now, I would probably bet on him too, man That's 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 my type of prototype because I feel like there's it's unlimited potential that you can deal with it. you know what I'm saying with guards or or even wings, man, there's too much of man, can he make outside shot? Can he do this? Can he do that? Exactly. If he can't do one thing, he's limited, and he's not as good as you know. So you can't maximize him. But big, if he can block shot, run, and switch on guards, you already won
0: with that. Exactly, and then he always had the soft touch offensively. Right. Where he can really make mid range jumpers. He's an athletic freak, so he 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 can. So you get a
1: decent guard. He sets a nice screen. He's always going to dunk something.
0: Exactly, and then. He's also a really, really good passer. <laughs> so right. like, okay, you know, what did we miss? You know, and I think we just were so high on Cade that we're like, you know what, Mobley's probably second and K uh, is first, but man, that's like seven footer that does it, all this. He's, he's ahead of, I think, where AD was when he started.
1: That's what Steve was telling me, but I didn't wanna I didn't want to hear it because he kept saying that. I was like, nah, I ain't trying to hear.
0: It. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like and I and I remember vividly Ad's first year, and I was like, he really has a nice touch. He's gonna be able to score 20 by his second season. Uh-huh. But he didn't have that understanding of the game and especially that. That much savvy on both sides. Because right that how Moby is able to affect the game defensively already, AD probably had that by year three. Yeah. He's doing that from day one. Right. You know, so that's that's really why I'm saying like he's ahead of where AD was at the same age.
1: Yeah. He's tough. No, he's, he's he, is, he is super tough, man. He is. He is. Like, some of the stuff I see him doing, and like I said, man, he's so damn mobile, man. It's just, like I said, the the, the potential is, like, limitless. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. so much thing you can do with that that, you know what I'm saying, you can only get excited of how much he's going to
0: keep developing. Yeah, that's, that's really the thing. You really just <laughs> you can only get excited about him. Right. Oh, man, What a gem. What a gem. He's going to be special. Um, so let's move on. You know, you know, we did our surprises. So let's do our picks and predictions for, for next year, uh, for this year. All right. So who you got, you know, that we're talking about the rookies. Who you got winning rookies? Listen, we
1: going with my son, man. We going with my son, Scotty, man. I told y'all, man, don't play with my son,
0: bro. <laughs> rookie of the year? <laughs>
1: Um, listen, man, he's looking good right now. I, I, he's I'm going to with my son, man. I'm going to with my son, man. Yeah. You know <laughs> <I mean? mean. laughs> listen, he's going to keep playing that bully ball and, you know, cutting and bringing that energy, man. Right now, these other rookies ain't standing
0: out like that, man. Oh, that's facts. But, hey, you know, one thing we said about um, during draft night about the pick, we're shocked, but we weren't that shocked because of the fact that if my side believed that other guards in the roster could do what Suggs brought. And right. it wasn't that expressed with Suggs, then, yeah, you should definitely go with the 6'8 kid with unlimited potential. And that's Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this kid is going to be an all-NBA defensive guy next season. Yeah. Next season. Next season. Like, mm-hmm. 2022, Scotty Barnes is going to be all-NBA defensive guy. So, yeah. Plus, he, you know, he's allowed to handle the ball, and he plays some small ball five sometimes. He's, you know, Right. Yeah. No, there's, there are too many things to work with for them to not pick him. Shout out to Messiah and Bobby, man. They're, You know, they know right. what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I don't know why people are doubting
1: them boys, man. Like, they ain't <laughs> been there before. So.
0: Yeah. For me, it's it's still uh, Mobley. I got Mobley winning. Yeah? Yeah. I, like... The kid is going to average a double-double. True. And I don't know if they're going to sustain their success that they've had earlier this season, but I think they're going to be close to that. They're probably going to win 38 to 44 games. Right. And if they do that, they get close to the playoffs and is a big part of that, their success. I feel like, you know... Right. There's no reason not to give him rookie a year. And it's kind of the same thing for Scotty, because Scotty's going to be a big part if the Raptors have a lot of success this year, much more than what people expected, because Scotty's yeah. going to be much better than expected. So, definitely. Yeah. Um, So, as far as MVP, it's a pretty weird year, but I, I have my idea. Who you had? I'm going with Steph. Curry. Yep. 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 I think we're we're, we're in line. Of course. Yeah. Oh, one thing, though. I got to say shout-out to the Miami Heat, man. Yep. Started the season very strong, very, you know, strong early. I was talking Uh, mad crap about them during the free agency and saying, who's going to (laughs) score? That's
1: a fact. That's one thing we were saying that, man, them boys better clamp up because... They're gonna be scoring like 40 points a game.
0: Yeah, uh, but they're clamping up and they're scoring. That's a crazy thing. Right? Right now. They're blowing out teams. Like they're blowing teams out of the building. Right? Because Jimmy's looking like a superstar and shout out to Tyler who could his hero. You know?
1: Man, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> let's let's reflect Luca, man. He he already on on the on the
0: elite. He's elite. an elite. <laughs> By the way, you know, you know, during that speech when he he's an elite, he's an elite. He said Giannis yeah. at some point, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <that's>...
1: Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, shout out to Fan Joe. That's my dog, yo. <laughs> shout out
0: to Joey. Kraft, hey, man. I
1: watched that whole the real interview. Like, if it was a. Damn, Richard Pryor
0: special, (laughs) y'all. It was that good. It was incredible. Oh, man. (laughs) Fat Joe gave us some gems for the summer, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, no, they came back this season. Bam is scoring 21 a game. Jimmy's scoring 25. Tyler, it's scary, yo. I mean, if I don't know if they can sustain that, but that that was the key for a team to be successful. If Bam could go to 20, 21 a game, yeah. If Jimmy could play to that 20 to 25, and Tyler could give them 20, then they were gonna have success. Yeah. So if they're if they keep doing that, then yes, the Miami Heat are gonna be one of the best teams in in a league. But definitely, I don't know if they can sustain that. I'm not sure. No, they do. Either, so. You know,
1: that's definitely. that's a tough task, man. Um, but like you said, it's still early. It's still early. We're
0: going we're gonna to watch. But I know that a lot of these
1: hot hot performances are going to cool down pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to hit the cold months. I mean, even though it doesn't get cold in Miami. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> Catch that breeze. <laughs> it still might happen. Um, so, yeah. MVP, I got Steph as well. You know, shout out to Steph. Uh, Who do you have coming out of the West? Man, that's it's,
1: it's too. It's early pretty to wide open. That question, man, but listen, man, let me ride with Golden State, man. You know what I mean? Steph is Steph, healthy, Clay healthy. You know what I mean? Steph being on an MVP performance, man. Them boys got the recipe, man. I don't know why I, I want to bet against them right like now.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm hesitating between Phoenix and, and G State. I think I think uh, Phoenix gonna catch the vapors from
1: from G State. They you match up so? pretty well. They match up pretty well, and I feel like they could turn it up a notch.
0: It 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 depends at what level you feel like Clay's coming back. I think he's a jump shooter, so he's gonna be fine. Yeah, but he's a jump shooter
1: that moves a lot, man. He moves a lot, but he ain't moving like. You know what I'm saying? Like lateral movements or whatever. He's running around. Like the beauty about how, how big of a threat he is, is they're going to have him setting back screens, using screens. So it's like, it's not no Reggie Miller or Rip Hamilton. He got to run around like that. You know what I'm saying? Where I would have been worried. But it's just the way their system is built. You know what I'm saying? Screen to screener type stuff. So he doesn't have to be as fast. You know what I'm saying to get off those joints, because it's all about you know what I'm saying actions and you know deceptions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, I I, I can hear that. I can hear that. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, the Warriors have looked so good early this season.
1: With 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 Steph playing the way he's playing, man, Clay can literally stand in the corner and just be a threat, and that opens a floodgate for everybody else.
0: Yeah. Just to be contrarian, I'm going to go with Phoenix right now. Uh <laughs> I mean, just to be like, you know what? Because they've been there before. I saw what they had last season. Their style. Yeah. Like, yes, the Warriors' style is also, it translates to the playoffs. But Phoenix is, you know, definitely translated to the playoffs last year. And I feel right. like the West is not as good as last year. Everybody complained that they played all the injured teams. But this year, all those guys aren't back. Jamal isn't back is and back, the Lakers, right. I think they they got kind of weaker with what they have on their roster now. Uh, with the right. trade. You know, they used to be really good because they had somewhat some strength in numbers and they were pretty deep. And they could go to seven, eight, nine guys that were reliable, but now I feel like they can probably only go to six, you know, with what they have on their on their current roster. Yeah, but they don't they have your top seventy five point guy? He's included in the six guys. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he, he's at a later stage of his career. Hey, man. I He's in different phase, you know? And Chris Paul there, too? Yes. And Chris Paul is surrounded by really, really good players. And Chris Paul, I mean, Chris Paul is, is not leading the same team that he was leading in New Orleans 10 years ago. That's a no, really he, talented Phoenix Suns team.
1: They are. I mean, Listen, Chris Paul drove that that OKC team to the playoffs. Yes. Giving folks the vapors.
0: But they're pretty good as well. They had some talent.
1: Man, come on, man. Don't do that.
0: What do you mean don't do that? They, they're, they didn't...
1: More ta- they're more talented than this Laker team.
0: The top guys are better on the Lakers. The top three are, be- are probably better. But after that, it falls pretty fast.
1: That's all you need. that top three, let's be honest.
0: Ah, uh, it depends. like you said, if you're, if you're that good,
1: you should be able to impact the game on the yes.
0: uh, Are the Lakers and got that three are the of
1: them and you got three of them boys.
0: The Lakers are going to make the playoffs and finish top three in the West? Yes or no?
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, like you said the West is weak this year. Some of the top guys are not there. You're <laughs> you finding every
0: reason to discredit that team. <laughs> the Lakers are going to be good. I'm just saying that once you're in the playoffs, you you need help from those other guys. The top right now, guys, right? outside of Carmelo, I don't see anybody on that roster that can be of any help offensively in the roster. Dang.
1: Malik
0: They're, Monk? Yeah, I would guess it would be Monk or Rondo. Right. But that's tough. Like, right now, their fifth be- best score is Kent Bazemore. He's starting every game. God, You know what I mean? It's like, they don't have that much talent outside of that top three or four, I guess, if you add Carmelo to it. Yeah. It's a really, really ten roster. And as much as, you know, we discussed that Westbrook trade, how it can help you in certain situations, it also really, really shrunk their roster. And yeah. their ability to pay guys, because that's why they lost Caruso, because they didn't have any more space afterwards. So they only yeah. had either mid-level exceptions and minimum salaries to give out. Caruso
1: didn't want that. He wants that, that cheese, yo.
0: It's trying to get paid. That was the first contract. Come on man.
1: I'm mad at
0: Come on now. Let a
1: nigga get paid.
0: Gotta get paid, man. Let, let a guy get paid. Um <laughs> so we got Golden State and Phoenix out East. Who's your favorite to come out?
1: listen, the Bucks won. I feel like, you know what I mean? We gotta we got to have them up there until something different happens. You know what I mean? I think, you know, them coming off that championship high, so they're not performing at the level that they are. And I also feel like the fact that in the previous season, they gave it all in the regular season and lost in the playoff. I think they kind of got it now, where it's like they're probably just going to coast it until, you know what I'm saying, playoff comes, then they're probably going to turn it on. So, listen, unless different things changes where Kyrie is back and things like that, I'm riding with the Bucs.
0: Yeah. If Kyrie isn't back, then yeah, I feel like the Bucs have the better team. Uh, yeah. Just because, yeah, again, continuity. Exactly. And they've obviously been experimenting with a lot of stuff. Drew hasn't been healthy, and what right. is, hasn't been healthy. So right. once they get everybody back, I feel like they, they can go on like a 15 game winning streak. So absolutely. Yeah. And 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 I just think that if a switch has flipped for Giannis where he really understands what he is now. Yeah. Which is he's a five man. Yeah. You know, and he's gonna dominate you and kill you inside when he needs to go. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if if Kai isn't back where Brooklyn absolutely has the most talent on the roster. It's probably, again, going to go to seven, and then it's, you know, who can play the matchups better. But I think they have a more youthful roster on the Bucks, and Brooklyn still loses on the margins where they don't, they still don't rebound that well. They still don't play that great of defense and kind of need to do those things if you want to beat Giannis in the end. Absolutely. Especially if you don't have more offensive talent, which I don't know if they do if Kyrie is not there. Would you trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons? No, I would not. All right. I would. <laughs> you you underestimate Kyrie Irving, I think. I'm not. I'm not yes, you, do. Well, you,
1: you do. I'm not. No, this is my thing. It's all about building a championship roster. And I feel like when you're building a championship roster, it's about what you're lacking. And the biggest problem we have on the other end from getting out the East is Yannis. And I feel like there's one guy on the East that can check him one-on-one with no help, and that kind of fits that profile. His name is Ben Simmons.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, you don't have that issue if you can literally score and force them to play half-court basketball in every position.
1: Man, you you are not about to do that. He's going to punish them inside second, second chances basket. It's, it's,
0: it's not the same. The thing is why they were so successful in those last few games is because they really started running off of Brooklyn's mistakes. Right. And the fact that they couldn't necessarily generate good shots every single time. When yeah. Brooklyn generated good shots because they just said, give the ball to KD, the game was pretty even. Well, there you go.
1: But it's, the thing is, if you, can, KD.
0: If, if, if you can generate even more good shots because you have Kai who's – we've seen he's unstoppable in the playoffs. He's the most he unstoppable is. guard in the league in the playoffs, aside from Steph Curry. He is. Exactly. So if you have him, you don't need Ben Simmons.
1: It's not about need. I'm just trying to build a – you know what I'm saying? They're, they're rough. I don't know. It's just I feel like they're really – Rail and but if it becomes a bar fight,
0: but the level that they have the advantage, but the level that they can hit and the speed at which they play when they have that guy when they have Kai is like no team in the league can play at that level of basketball. I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, I'm convinced. It's not even close. Listen,
1: uh, he, y'all going to see it, and then y'all going to come back to me, man, that guy, he should have been hooping, man. Kai, man, I don't know what he's doing, man, but he needs to get back to – I'm trying no, to avoid I mean, those mean, Yes,
0: <laughs> if, Kai, if Kai is not playing basketball, then yes, trade him, absolutely. But, but that's the thing. The thing is – and this is why I would want to do that as far
1: as, like, him playing is a lot depend on him being able to make jump shots. I feel like when you bring Ben into the picture, you no, but take see, that equation that's, out.
0: That, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. You're saying, you're making the trade if it, even if Kai is active. If Kai, I'm saying, yeah. if Kai no, is no. not active and he still doesn't want to get the vaccine if, if there's a mandate or whatever, then yes, trade him for Ben Simmons and fix up those issues because you're going to need to fix those issues if you're going to be... Uh, the right. because Kai is not going to play in Brooklyn. Right. But if Kai is available to play and is on your roster and is going to play basketball for the Brooklyn Nets, right, roll with that roster anytime for the next three years because Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden is an unstoppable force offensively, right. and they can hit a level that no other team in the league can hit i seen them crumble when they were getting punished
1: inside, man. When? In regular season.
0: Yes, but in the playoffs. They were
1: they torching they those
0: guys. They didn't do it. They didn't face
1: anyone in a playoff like that. Except for the early games that they punished uh, Bucks. But Bucks' style of play changed, too. They adjusted better, I felt like. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't even get a chance to test what that would have really looked like.
0: They adjusted better, and they barely beat them in that game three. That's a fact. Know what I mean? It's how how much better that they were compared to the Bucs. That's true. That's true. I feel like it's really a no contest. That's true, but
1: but let's reveal that. Let's be real that that guy KD was playing on on some on some elite
0: level. Yes, and KD's you know still saying? elite.
1: And he is, but the problem is sometimes when Kai's on the court, Kai forgets that KD is elite. That's what scares me. You know what I'm saying, and KD gets caught watching. We I know think, that
0: I think I think in the offs, there was I' never saw a situation like that. Just because there are things that Kai can do and can generate some offense for you in situations that KD can't necessarily. So it allows KD to take a break. Because sometimes KD can't just, you know, beat a guy off the dribble every single time just because of the size. No, and, I'm, and, you know, no I'm more worried on um, when KD just made a
1: few in a row and Kai goes and throws the third one.
0: I think Kai is more disciplined than you give him credit, especially in the offs.
1: Maybe we got we to gotta see it this year, man.
0: We may never see it this year. A, <laughs> <laughs> At
1: this pace, we may not.
0: But it, it, if we get to see Kai, I really hope we get to see Kai because I feel like you kind of underrate what he is as a basketball player. No, he's an incredible basketball player. I'm just... I'm also –
1: I'm looking at it from a standpoint of would that do enough as far as what they're lacking?
0: Anything else you want to touch on today?
1: Man. Nah, man. I think we're good. I think we're, we, good. we're good. Oh, for an early one,
0: we're going to have to circle back. We're going to have to circle back, definitely. Uh yeah, and we got to do college very soon because, you know, season's starting in about 10, L-O 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I can't wait to see that. You know, it's going to be a fun one this year. You know. yep. A lot I of teams have, have sh- bringing everybody back.
1: Yeah, man, we might have to shoot one from Vegas.
0: Oh, we That's definitely have to shoot one from Vegas. <laughs> we definitely going to shoot one from Maui. <laughs> I mean, from Vegas in Maui. <laughs> Maui in Vegas. <laughs> Whatever it is. All right. Oh, man. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right.